The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. Please turn your Bibles with me to Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6, and we're looking at verse 45. Luke 6, verse 45. Luke chapter 6, verse 45. I'm going to read from the New King James Version of the Bible. Luke 6, 45. The Bible says, A good man out of a good treasure of his heart bring forth good. An evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the earth his mouth speaks. So the Bible is clear. He says, a good man out of the good treasure in his heart. And when we talk about the heart, we are not talking about the thing that pumps blood around the heart. We are talking about your real you, your inner man or the hidden man of the heart. The part of you that was quickened the day you gave your life to Christ. And the Bible says, a good man out of the good treasure Bring forth good. For out of the abundance of the heart, the man speaks. But let me say this to you. Unfortunately, some good people with good hearts have nothing to bring out. The heart is empty. But I say out of the abundance. So whatever is there in abundance that will come out. But the truth is that there are some people, even good people, there are empty containers so when we ask them to offer something there's nothing to offer but today god is helping us to rearrange things in jesus mighty name so we need to know that as christians when we are born again we are quickened and we have containers our heart is a container and we need to store up stuff inside our hearts this morning we are going to look at a man called Stephen and look at the content of his own heart. He was not born like that as you will see from the scriptures but he did something. And we need to understand that for all of us too we are born again and by God's grace, if you are not born again we believe today there will be a transformation in Jesus mighty name and then you will be born again and then your heart will become good and then you need to know that you need to stop stuff in abundance. But Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart. But if the heart is empty, you're not going to bring anything out. So when we see you, when we talk to you in church, at work, it's what you have to offer that you bring out. So when you see a carnal Christian, you're saying this man is not, has not stopped something good that is worthy of the kingdom of God. Our text is Acts chapter 6. Acts chapter 6, I'm going to read from verse 1 to 8. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 6, and we're going to read from verse 1 to 8. And we're going to look at the man Stephen. Remember, a good man, heart of the abundance of the heart, bring out stuff. So you look at the man Stephen and see the content of his own heart. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. If you are there, say, I am there. If you want me to wait for say, Pastor, please wait for me. Okay. Now in those days, when the numbers of people were multiplying, there arose a complaint against the, Hebrew, against the Hebrews by the Hellenists because their widows were neglecting daily distribution. 
Then the twelve summoned the multitude of disciples and said, It is not desirable that we should leave the world of God and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit. I think you know the line that in your Bible. And wisdom, whom we appoint over this business, full of the Spirit. I mean, their heart is not empty. Full of the Spirit. And we'll give ourselves continually to prayer and the midst of the world. And the same plead the multitude. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. Underline that. A man full of faith and, his, and the Holy Spirit. Philip, Prochorius, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicolai, a proselyte from Antioch, whom they said before the apostles, and when they are laid hands, when they are prayed, they lay hands on them. Verse 7. And the word of the Lord spread. The number of disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem. And a great many priests were obedient to the faith. Verse 8. And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. A good man, out of the abundance of his heart, will bring stuff out. You can see what was inside Stephen's heart. Out of the abundance of his heart, he was bringing out what? Great signs and wonders. Perhaps a good man, out of the overflow of his heart, out of the abundance of his heart, for Stephen, because he was loaded on the inside, he was able to bring out, he was able to offer the people great signs and wonders. Child of God, God is still looking for people like Stephen in a day and age. God is still recruiting men that will be like Stephen among his church. But let me say to you, Stephen did not start out that way. He became born again like you and I. He started a journey of his destiny like us. But he made up his mind to do something. That he will be a good man with content. That I will be a good man with content. Something that will be available, accessible to other people. The question this morning, what is the content on the inside of you? What is the content on the inside of me? Every believer, even every man is a, is a carrier of something. We saw that in the church, say, an evil man is carrying something and he's going to dispense whatever is there in abundance. A good man, everybody, everybody carries something. You are carrying something. But the question this morning, what are you carrying on the inside? So when we meet you in church, at play, in your home, wherever we encounter you, what are you able to offer? Are you able to offer stuff like Stephen or not? Praise the name of Jesus Christ. But like I said, it didn't start that way. He made up his mind. And child of God, if you don't have anything worthy of distribution, today you can reverse it. If you are half full, God will say, no, being half full is not good enough. 
I want abundance. Abundance is not something small. When you think of abundance, you think of overflow. Every believer should walk in the overflow of grace and mercy that men can come and drink of the grace that's available in your life. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. So, the Bible said, Philip, or Stephen rather, was full of faith and of good spirit and of power. Was full of faith, was full of the Holy Spirit, and he was full, he was filled with power, full of power. You see, the word Holy Spirit and power we can interchange in this scripture. Remember Acts 10 38. Bible says, How God anointed Jesus Christ with Holy Spirit and power who went about doing good, delivering everyone that were oppressed by the devil because God was on his side. So Stephen was like that. He was filled, full of power, full of the Spirit of God and full of faith. The question is, how do I emulate Stephen so that I can have abundance on the inside of me so I can bring out great miracles, I can bring out great stuff from inside of me so that men around me can be blessed and be refreshed like men in his day and age were really blessed by him and were refreshed by him, by his ministry. Number one is a process. It's a journey. It's not a decision. It's something you can program, structure. It's something you do line upon line, precept or precept. Stephen also did that line upon line, precept or precept. And we're going to see the process right now. So you don't have to despair. Say, if, I'm, if you're even here or at the lowest level, God has brought you here to hear from his spirit to develop capacity and to be able to act out the grace of God on the side of you. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. So the how. Number one, how do I get full of faith? Faith simply put is confidence in God. Confidence in God or confidence in his word. You see, you cannot have confidence in any man, including God, without interactions. If I walk up to you and say, well, I'm going to give you a million dollars tomorrow, see my office. If you don't know me before now, if you don't know my antecedent, there's no way you will believe me. You will laugh. I will do the same to you if you said something, if I don't know you. But if you have record that I've done that to brother X before, I've done to brother Y before, I've done to sir Z before, and I walk up to you, say, you will say, it's my season of favor. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Because of confidence, interaction. So the same way with God. You cannot be full of confidence in God without interacting with God. And we don't interact with God in abstract. We interact with God in a real way. A lot of people are praying for faith. Faith does not come by prayer. Faith in Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. The way faith comes is by spending time with God through his word. I will say to you, Christianity is not for lazy people. Christianity is intense. Christianity demands hard work. And that's why you need to be focused, intentional, and just the same way you structure your life in your academics, in your career, you must do the same with your spiritual development. 
faith comes by hearing. Go and ask Usain Bolt. Because of the target, the goal of wielding the Olympic gold medal, there are structured training, discipline. Child of God, what you are going for is more superior, not comparable to the gold. I can assure you in 20 years' time, there will be another kid on the block. Ask Carl Lewis. <laughs> there will be a new kid on the block. But this reward we are talking about is eternal. So we need to structure our life. We need to be focused about it. So we need to spend time. Romans 10 said, Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Are you spending time in the word of God to develop confidence in God? Am I spending time in the word of God to develop confidence in him? Not by prayer. By spending time with God. Amen. I also believe that Stephen was a man of discipline to go to church regularly and everything that's available. The apostle said that we will not leave the ministry of the word and prayer and serve table. That means the apostle will dishing out the word regularly. And I can assure you Stephen was present all the time. He was there. To be exposed to the word of God that the apostle was giving out regularly. They will not serve table. We cannot leave the ministry of the word. See, it's the word that brings faith. It's the word that brings confidence in God. And they say we cannot be focusing on the wrong stuff. You choose men that will serve the tables. We will pray and then we'll give you the word. I can assure you, Stephen was in church regularly. Every discipleship program that was put to place to develop capacity, he signed on onto it. I know your church has is in terms of discipleship, about program to develop your capacity. Are you signing on to those programs? Are you on those programs? Are you developing your capacity? Stephen was a man like that, that every structure program to develop faith and confidence in God is signed on, registered. So if you are not done baptism, why not you sign on and then what about connection, the journey of life, I believe it's about intensive program to let you know about your faith in God, about God, are you on it? A lot of people come to church without connecting actively with church life. You must connect. Stephen was not a man that comes to church without connecting with church. He connected. That's why they said when they're looking for men of good reputation, filled with faith and Holy Ghost, they look at him because it was true to type. Are you connecting with church life? Are you connecting with God? Are you serving in this house? You see, nobody is saved to just be saved alone. You are saved to serve. You are saved to add value to church. See, the church is a living organism that's supposed to add value to the community. And your community starts from people sitting around you. The pastor cannot do it all alone. There are giftings in you that if you develop by, like Stephen, will have value. So when they're looking for people to connect to dispute stuff, the pastorate will focus on prayer and mystery of the word and not be distracted. Can you imagine if Stephen were not in that church? What happens? Then Apostle Paul will have to serve tables and pray and minister the word. What is distraction? 
if we are if we look at the scripture, by the time you get to verse seven, Bible says God added to the church such that need to be saved. You want growth in this local church, then maybe God is waiting for you to connect meaningfully and to develop your capacity, like Stephen developed is by exposure to every training program available to develop your capacity to grow so they can add value to the church life. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. In Colossians 3.16, Colossians 3.16, Colossians 3.16, the Bible says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. And Colossians says, let the world be at home in your life. Let the word of God take up residence in your life. Child of God, for that to happen, you must expose yourself actively to the word of God. For the word of God to be at home, for the word of God to take up residence in your life, you need to expose your life to the word of God by actively reading the scripture, you study the scripture, you listen to the scriptures. And by the way, they are all different experiences. There are times you need to listen to scripture. That means you get a CD that will just play scripture to your hearing while you're sleeping or you're driving. And there are things that you catch as you listen to scripture. Just what, the, what is saying there? You catch it. You rewind, you rewind it. I say, let me focus on that. You read the scripture. I can read newspaper without, having, without knowing details of what is there. I can read a novel without reading every line and I'll get the gist of it. Do you know that? So at the same time, you need to read scripture in which you have an overview. Reading gives you an overview of the message of that chapter, of that writer. So you read. But there is a season to study also. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 2.15, 2 Timothy 2.15, says, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that did not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. To study is different from reading. When you study, you are more intense. When you study, you want to understand what is going on in that chapter. Details. Example of what study will produce. You remember the Utopian Enoch? He was reading the book of Isaiah. And after reading it, he was not really sure what's going on. Say, is this man talking about himself or about somebody else? But God ordered Philip to go and explain, expand the word to him. And the, Philip took off from that scripture and being, started explaining to him. So we're talking about the fact that Christ, the, uh, as I was talking about Christ, who will be crucified and will be led like slaughter and will die for us. And then explained salvation to him. And man said, hey, can I be baptized now? See, there's water. So yes, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you'll be baptized. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. So studying will show you the deeper meaning of what you're doing, what scripture is saying to you. So you need to listen to the scriptures, you need to read the scriptures, you need to study the scriptures, and you need to meditate in the scriptures. In Psalm 1, oh, let's start with Joshua chapter 8, 1, Joshua 1, 8. If you can put that on screen for me, that would be good. Joshua 1, 8. It says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but that shall meditate in it day and night. I said to people, this is a prescription of the Holy Ghost. You know, Jesus Christ gave physician. If a doctor wants to write that you take a medicine twice a day or more than an evening, he say, do take this medicine, BD. So God is saying to you, for this thing to work, that's a prescription. 
This scripture is a prescription for every believer. Say, this book of the Lord shall not be part of your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. BD. That means you must spend time to think about, ruminate, and turn scripture in your heart. You can take a verse of scripture and turn your heart day and night. And as you do that, said, and observe to do it, not just turn your heart, but be a doer of the word. The Bible says, is the doer of the word that will prosper, not the heir of the word. Don't deceive yourself. He said, for then you will make your way prosperous and you shall have good success or deal wisely in the affairs of life. It's a prescription. The same thought is in Psalm 1. He said, this man does not mess around. Does not sit among the scornful and just gist and gist and gist. Say, he delights in the law of the Lord. In the law of the Lord, he meditates day and night. Again, BD. He maintained the law of God day and night. He said, this man, as a result of what he has done, is now like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth his fruit in his season. Like Stephen brought forth his own fruit. Out of the abundance of the earth, a good man will bring us something. The tree that was planted by the river of water is like that good man who will say, I have something to offer. I have something to offer. I have something to offer. That means whatever is going around you, you can respond appropriately. So let me just say to you that Stand Tall series that Pastor just finished, have you engaged with that scripture or that series? A lot of us just come to church and hear a series. Ah, Pastor, I've taught this series and you're happy. And it's a good word. But are you actively engaged? Can you preach that scripture? The same message like he preached. Don't allow stand tall to be a cliche. That stand tall. Have you actively engaged with stand tall? The content of that message, can you preach like he preached? No, I gave an example of one time in my life I needed help badly. I was born again, but I need help. And my pastor then came to church and said, today I'm preaching a series or teaching on my Sabbath comet. I need a Sabbath in my life. I need help greatly. And I engaged. That day, I'm sure I sat engaged, connected to every word that was, it was bringing. And I listened to the tape. And after service, I got the tape. And my son, that's 14 years old now, but then was two years old, knew that father, his father was engaged with my Sabbath comment. Sometimes he asked me, Daddy, is that my Sabbath comment tape? I said, yes. For a two-year-old to know that his daddy was asking for my Sabbath comment tape, it shows how intense I was with that word. I want to recommend to you, sir, highly, child of God, start with this cantor. Amen? Download it. Buy it. And connect with that. When you are preaching it, you can say, Pastor Femi, let me tell you every word that you... And I'm sure you'll be excited. <laughs> because whatever you put on the inside is what produces results, not what you hear. Do you know that? <laughs> it's the content that is there in abundance that produces results. So I will say to you, sir, a man, stand tall, connect with it, imbibe it, drink it, suck it in. Let every cell of your body begin to say, stand tall, stand tall, stand tall. No, it's possible that 
when even the demon spirit sees you, they know this one is standing tall. Because you are built in a capacity on the side of you. You have filled your spirit. That's why Stephen <laughs> was said he was full of faith. It's not by accident. It's not by wishful thinking. It's a deliberate, intentional act of his will. Deliberate, intentional act of his will. That I want to be full of faith. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. So I will say to you, sons and mas, brothers and sisters, you have to engage that way. You have to imbibe scripture that way. Let every cell in your body, let every cell in your body, let every drop of your blood contact the grace upon the word of God you have received. And see, you don't hear a word, something will fly over you in church, but as you listen to it again, as you engage in it again, it will do something to you. And the, the good thing is that so we are entering holiday season. You have season where you can listen to those tapes. In your car, if you live in Lagos, and I know you live in Lagos, you've been traffic one hour. You can hear the sermon in one hour. Monday to Friday. <laughs> I'm sure by the time you hear it over this holiday or overflow to January, you'll be able to preach Stantor like Pastor Femi preached Stantor. And everybody around you, including your children, will know you are standing tall because you are intense, intentional, and deliberate. See, to stand tall, it's what you build on the inside, capacity. It's what you upload, as we say, on the inside of you. And that's what Stephen did. He contacted grace by the word of God. And his confidence in God grew to a level that great signs and wonders were produced in his life. By the way, he wasn't an apostle, though. You know that? He was not called apostle. At best, he was a brother in church. But brother in church was producing great signs and wonders. You can do the same, sir. I can do the same, man. And grace can be available to all of us. Amen? Number two, he said he was filled with the Holy Ghost and with power. Full of Holy Ghost and power. How do we get filled that way? Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18. Ephesians 5 18. He said, do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. That's the New King James Version. The New Living Translation says, do not be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Do not be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. So I, will, I recommend this to you. Instead of that, do this. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be drunk with the Holy Spirit. Be drunk. Be intense. One will destroy your life. One will add value to your life. One will improve your life. One will reduce your life. Have you seen people who are drunk before? And see how they go down, 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 down. Including their liver will go pack up one day. Their resources are depleted. Some people have lost their marriage because of wine. But this one will have value to your marriage, will have value to your life, and will add value to people around you. How do I get 
in turns be filled with the spirit of grace. Number one, every child of God must embrace baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. It's not optional. Acts chapter 2, Peter preached. He said, this thing you are saying is for everyone. Everyone. As many that our Father will call both near and far. You cannot be an effective Christian without empowerment of the Spirit. Even Jesus Christ told us, said, do not do anything for me. Acts chapter 1, 8 said, I will pray the Father. He will send unto you helper, the Spirit of truth. He said, then you will be witnesses unto me. In Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. If it's not that important, if it's not something that you should embrace, it won't tell them. Last month, he said, okay, don't start the ministry. Wait on the and deal from power from on high. And even the early church, it was all intense about it. When Peter, uh, Paul got to Ephesus, so he saw some disciples. He asked them, are you being filled with Holy Spirit? He said, we don't even know much about the Holy Spirit. He said, unto what were you baptized? He said, just by mistake. And he explained to them. And afterward, he laid hands on them, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit, nine men, and they prophesied. Intense. When Samaria yielded to the Lord by the preaching of Philip, he sent the apostle, Peter, and somebody else to go and pray for them so that they can receive the Holy Ghost. That's what Simon, Simon the sorcerer saw. I say, let me buy this gift also from you. I say your money prayer with you. I think the gift of God can be bought with money. So they were that instance. Every child of God, the moment you give your life to Christ, you should desire the endowment, the power from on high. It's a prerequisite. Like they do some courses in university. No, I did Almighty. But some courses, one on one, say this one is prerequisite. Abi, that before, even if you, if you can do this one, you must do this one. For you to be an African Christian, you must be filled with the Spirit. And I thank God for this well, church. I know we believe in that. And you can ask for help. And you don't have to wait. It can be delivered now because the promise has been given years ago. If you are willing to receive the package, it will be delivered to your hand. Amen. So, number one, you must be willing to be empowered. You must drink it in. You must accept that offer of baptism. Let that mean overflow. And even if you have done that, don't stay there. A lot of us, we are Christians, well, they say we should be baptized in the Holy Spirit. I have it now. And that's all that you do. Let me show you, I have it. So don't bother me again. That's what we're saying. We're saying it's a door to a grace. A door to an expression. A door that will offer you into a new way of living. A door to supernatural. So don't just be filled, but let that be an outworking of that grace in your life. In Jude 20, Jude is in the New Testament and is before Revelation. Amen? So if you are looking for it, just look in that direction. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. And let me also advise you, before you leave this side of glory, ensure you read some of those minor prophets. Because when you get to heaven, I know you're going to get to heaven. And somebody walk up to you and say, how are you? I'm brother Nahum. Did you read my Bible? I say, ah, which one is Nahum? <laughs> you ask me Old Testament or New Testament. I say, okay, I'm brother Amos. How are you doing? Did you read the scripture that I wrote? Say, ah, which one is Amos? I knew about John, <laughs> Luke. Say, no, he's there. Or Obadiah, say I'm Obadiah. Or they see a group of guys coming and say, Wow, how are you doing? Well, I come from Nigeria. Hi, I five and all that. And said, I'm a guy. 
I'm Zephaniah. I said, which one? I, said, I wrote. I said, ah, you don't know me. <laughs> so, but please read Jude. Jude 20. Amen? So, I just want to advise you, just please prepare. So, that way you can prepare for heaven. So, anybody you meet in heaven, I give you an I-5 from Nigeria. I say, ah, you have brother. Oh, I read your book. I start sharing revelation with him from his book. I say, I read that. I saw something there. Amen? In Jude 20, said, but beloved you, but you beloved, build up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. But you beloved, building up yourself up in your most holy faith, how? Praying in the Holy Spirit. Don't just get baptized in the Holy Spirit and go to sleep. Please pray in the Holy Spirit intensely. If you are doing five minutes this year, before the end of the year, do 10 minutes non-stop. If you are doing 20 minutes non-stop, before the end of the year, say, Lord, I'm going to do 30 minutes non-stop. If you are doing 30 minutes non-stop, you say, by January, end of January, latest, I'm going to be able to do one hour non-stop. Intense prayer in the Holy Spirit. Say, building up your most holy faith. That means there's something you build up on the inside of you. You charge yourself. In same terms, respect in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, it says, he that pray in the Spirit edifies, build up himself, charge up yourself. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, you charge up yourself. 1 Corinthians 4, 14 says, he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, charge up himself. It's then taught in 1 Corinthians 14, New Living Translation says, a person who speaks in tongue is strengthened personally. 1 Corinthians 14, 4, New Living Translation says, a person who speaks in tongue is strengthened how? Personally. You receive strength on the inside of you. No, the biscuit said, if the footmen are making you to part, <coughs> if the horseman comes, what are you going to do? Pass out? No. No. The way to be ready, child of God, let no man deceive you. There are Battles you will fight in the spirit. But God says, there will be trouble, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. The way to handle this thing is to prepare ahead of time. Like prayer for exams. If you're prayer for exam, you're not afraid now. So this is, these are things that you need to put in place. Intentionally develop capacity. Pray in the spirit. Say, anyone that prays in tongues, strength is strength personally. And five version said, he will speak in a strength tongues edifies and improves himself. That means you upgrade yourself. That's what improvement is. So you need to upgrade. And I saw some software saying, well, we have this one, you need to upgrade. Why do you upgrade softwares? Because there are issues that need to be handled. True? So God is saying, as Christians too, you need to upgrade. And one way to do this, to improve yourself, to upgrade yourself, is to pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Holy Ghost. So, if you have been baptized in the Holy Spirit, don't just go dumb and don't do anything. 20 minutes increase to 30 or 40. One hour, cruise to longer hours. Because you need capacity. Let me say this to you, child of God. Every gift of the Spirit, the doorway to it is through the baptism of the Holy Spirit and how intense you are by praying. A man of God comes to church and says, well, there's somebody here, or God is saying this. How is he hearing it? It's because he has, he has twinned himself, ourselves, to the Spirit by praying the Holy Ghost before come to church. People don't come here to perform now. They'll spend time with the Holy Spirit and develop themselves. 
See, even if you are not a pastor, you are a businessman, woman in Lagos. If you are in Nigeria, you need the Holy Ghost. More than anybody. Even if you are, the fact that you are in Nigeria, I can tell you, you need the gift of spirit more than any nation in this world. You are closing the deal. The man is talking to you. Says, Don't mind him. He's lying. He wants to cheat you. Don't sign it. Or you want to buy something. Say, ah, no, it's not. Ah, no, oh God, my price. Or oh, this is the price. No, people just say, ah, oh God, my cost price. That this is the price I bought this thing. And they're lying. Holy Spirit says, don't mind him. He's lying. That's not his cost price. He didn't buy it for that price. Tell him you are going to pay this much for it. And it's a good deal. He will accept your money. See, a lot of us are missing out because we think the gift of spirit is for pastors alone. But in your day-to-day life, even over your children, they are going for exam, you are saying, child of God, this is what they plan, but I know it is well with you and prophesy to your life, the life of your child. Your child is going somewhere and say, no, don't go there because spirit says don't go there, but go this way. You bring somebody to your house and say, they will tell you, when they come, they will tell your friends, my father, my mother, is a spirit-filled woman with gift of design of spirit. If you are one kind, you will tell me, that man, today, <laughs> move away from that person. He, he or she means no good for you. That is ministry of a good mother or a good father. Do you agree with me? Ministry. So, ministry is not for pastors. See, gift those gifted, even healing. Miracles. Ah, you need in your household. <laughs> you do. You do. You do. You do. And if there's, if for, start with selfish reasons. Say, for my house, start there. And see expression. And is the expression in your house that will come out to other people? They will come to your house and say, we know when we come to this person's house. Your house should be the place of his presence. Where men will come and drink water of life. Where will find refreshment for their soul. But it will not happen by observation. It's by intent. Stephen became a man of reckon. Because he developed the grace in his life. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. And like I share with the first in the first worship experience, if you have been a member of this church, I'm sure there's one time Pastor Femi lay hands on you. True? Paul told Timothy, he said, stir up the gift that you receive by the laying of hands of the eldership. Pastor Femi is the senior pastor of this church, eldership of this church, and I know he carries the grace of God. If he has laid hands on you before, that's a deposit, child of God. But are you stirring that thing up? Are you stirring it up? Are you fanning it to flame? One of the ways to fan any deposit given to you by your man of God is by praying the Holy Spirit. Praying the Holy Spirit. Let it stir it up, stir it up, stir it up, stir it up. And let the gift of God flow. Let the grace of God flow. You see, one of the things that God is going to do in these last days through his church, and I believe by the, through this church, is the multiplication of the spirit of grace. You come to church, you receive all from a set man, your pastor, and you go out there and replicate it. Reproduce it. I know every time you have this special program, God will do it again. True? And you're intense about it. Do you know what God is saying to me now? It's not worth for church. In your workplace, in the neighborhood, it should be the God will do it again there. So when you leave church, you say to your neighborhood, God will do it again in this place. 
So they bring a situation that seems adverse. They say, no, I have tasted of the new wine at God's favorite house. I've contacted heaven there. And because I've tasted the new wine, the new wine works everywhere we go. And God that did it then will do it here also. That is the mind of God for, your, for God will do it again. It's not just on the church thing. It's for everyone in this church to be the carrier of that presence of God will do it again to the neighborhood of Lagos, to nations of this world and to around the nation. I say God will do it again. But child of God, for that to happen, we must find it up. So, look beyond, we are coming together to get blessed. No. God is also building up capacity. See, every time you do, God will do again. You are saying, God, I'm also coming to encounter a capacity to be your ambassador to the world. You know, God wants to do much more, much more in this land, in this nation. When there's darkness, light must shine. And the chance is the sin of the church, I believe that. But we need to prepare. Part of the reason why we need to prepare, what God is doing today is to build up that capacity. Every force of grace that you receive, <laughs> let me say this to you with all sense of dignity and responsibility. It's not every church in Lagos that hears good word every Sunday. True? It's not. You are blessed. Not like just by saying to these people, say, blessed are your hairs for the hair. You think everybody is hearing stand tall? <laughs> no. I've not listened to the sermon, but I, I can tell you, when pastor says stand tall, it means that you can stand tall. Yes? That you can possess your position. You can go there and say, this is what's going to happen here. By the Spirit of God. True? In some churches, it's like, when you have a problem, come to the pastor, we'll solve your problems. When we need to fast, we'll fast for you and pray for you. You think I'm joking? That's just like that now, in Lagos. That, no, don't worry to fast, we'll fast for you. We have a problem, come to us. No. The church of now is building capacity in the people of God. Who will go out there and demonstrate God, like Stephen demonstrated God. But a good man can only bring out what is on the inside. I would say out of the abundance, out of the overflow, he will bring it out and offer. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. So you need to develop capacity. I want to beg of you, pray intensely in the Holy Ghost from now on. In Romans Bible says we don't know how we ought to pray as we ought, but the Spirit Himself helps our infirmity. There are things you cannot handle by English and Yoruba or whatever language you speak. But the Spirit gives you utterance, or give you capacity, give you what to say. And as you say the words, you do things for the kingdom of God. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Number three. So the first one is faith is built by the word of God. Number two, by Holy Spirit, baptism of the Holy Spirit, capacity by building up yourself, by praying the Holy Spirit. And number three, one of the ways to also develop capacity on the inside to have abundance on the inner man is prayer. 
But the prayer I'm talking about, the kind of prayer you're thinking about, no. See, a lot of us pray only one aspect of prayer, which is, God, I need money. God, I need healing. God, and it's valid. I'm not saying it's, it's bad. It's valid. God is our source and you need to pray to him. But I'm saying that we spend more time doing that to the neglect of other essential types of prayer. <laughs> it's good to understand for nation to all people, but when was the last time you said, God, I'm not asking for anything from you. Lord, I'm not interested for anybody, but I want to meet your need of worship. Now, Jesus Christ says to us, the Father is seeking such that worship him in spirit and truth. That means God is looking for, God is hungry as well for worship, for praise. No, there's a simple, I think Sam said, praise awaits you in Zion. When was the last time you said, God, I'm not going to ask for money, for my need, but I want to meet your need, which is praise. There's a song you about that said, God does not eat pandadiam, does not eat pizza, but what is his food? Praise. When was the last time you say, God, I just come to offer you praise. I just come to worship you. Be like the apostles in Acts chapter 13. They fasted and they ministered to the Lord. When was the last time we did that? Say, Lord, I just want to come and minister to you. I know you desire praise and worship in spirit and in truth. And all I'm doing today or for the next one week is say, Father, praise awaits you in my own Zion, in my house in my heart, in my car, wherever I go. And I can assure you, when you praise God, there will be an exchange. <laughs> there will be an exchange. It's happened to me before. Exchange will happen. God will not leave you empty. God will not leave you stranded. When you offer him, when you meet his need, God will meet your need. God will do it. God will do it. Just say, Father, I've just come to worship you. I'm going to offer you thanks. No, Paul said, I will pray in the spirit and I will pray in my understanding. He said, I will sing in the spirit and I will sing in my understanding. When was the last time you sang in the spirit before the Father? Just went, you start singing, oh, Lord, today okay, man. I start singing, oh, worship the Lord and all that. And you change gear to the spirit and begin to worship God. Offering deep things to God in the spirit. The Bible says, deep, call it unto deep. You know, like I shared in the first experience, you know, there are people who are not worried about Boko Haram. There are people who are not as troubled as the value of Nigeria going down or going up because God has spoken in private closing moments then. He said, don't worry, son. I'm doing a new thing. It's such an intimate moment of worship Child of God, I can tell you, I don't really know God much. I'm trying, small, small. No, God is helping me, small, small. No, a little by there. I'm, that's what God is doing for me. But I can know the little I know of God when you worship Him. When you, when you are intense in worship with God, there are revelations that will come to you that will settle questions in your life that 10 years of whatever you have done will not answer. You are just settled. And that's what they did for Moses. They said, I will create an exception for you. Because Moses touched something in the heart of God. Let me say something to you that I've learned. 
And is God is, I believe God is trying to help us as a church and as a people today. He says, He was saying, just say it to them. Worship open access to you that no other thing can open to you. Worship. And that's why I envy you guys. And let me speak to you a little bit more. I'm just doing it by the Spirit of God. I don't plan to do this. But I want to beg of you. Do not compete among yourself. Do not do it. It's very easy to have complete spirit in choir. You, are, you have a good team going on. But please, whatever you need to do to keep the bonus, the spirit, if it means you say, I'm very sorry, lie down, walk on my head, please do it. For the glory of God to come in this place, you carry it, sir. Mama. You do. You're doing well, but I want to say to you, please don't compete. You're on the same team. And whatever you need to do to maintain the peace, do it. Lie down, work on me. Do whatever you want to do. Just look at sister, brother, whatever you want to do, do. I'll take it because we are going somewhere together. We are going somewhere together. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's an awesome privilege to worship God. Awesome. I want to beg of you, you don't have to have a good voice to worship him. You just need a good heart. A good heart. A good heart. A good heart. A passionate heart. And as you worship him in your closet, God will show up. God will show up. No. <laughs> there are typology in scriptures. Paul and Silas prayed and worshipped and God showed up. If you have done everything you need to do, you want capacity to develop in you worshiping. 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 Bless his name. Magnify his name. And you'll be amazed. Sir, can I speak to you a little bit also? <laughs> wow. There's a presence in this place. Or you can preserve it and you can increase it. You can't. You can't. You can preserve it and increase it. But we will not come by wishful thinking, Sazama. It's by being focused and intense. You see, your gifting can make room for you. But as you serve in this house, God said to say to you, as you serve in this house, as you labor in this house, the blessing upon the leadership that will come upon you and transform things around you. But let your focus be this house. Let your passion be this house. Let your focus be to help the man of God in this house. As you do that, God himself will lift you up and the blessing will flow. God said to say to you, you have not seen anything yet. You have not. God is still looking for men and women like David who will play from a heart of worship. And demons will flee. Access is available for you for now, now, now. But you must manage it. God says it could tell you, but you can manage it. It's available. The access to play like that is available to you. But you must manage it. But let your focus be this house. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And that's applicable to everyone in this house. If this has been your own church for a season, you believe this is my church, 
this is the place of my planting. You must add value to this house. Don't just warm the bench. You are saved to serve. You are saved to add value. You are saved to add color to this house. You must locate yourself. Stephen located himself. Stephen prepared for this season. I have time. He didn't start reading the Bible the day they located him as a deacon. No. He didn't start to say, I will do miracles now that I've been appointed. No. He prepared. God is saying, are you preparing for your season in this church? Are you preparing for your place in this church? What are you doing? And I want to beg of you, don't want bench next year. Walk up to the pastor and say, what can I do? Where do you need help? I'll be available to help. You might not be able to do it every Sunday. Because say, well, I can do two Sundays in a month. I can do one Sunday every month. I can, that's my commitment. But I'm making it good. Do something for God. Sow a seed of love. Sow a seed of service. See, service that you planted in the seed of the house of God, God will reward it. Look at Philip. Philip was also starving like this man. But went to Samaria and the whole town was turned around. By the time you get to the end of Acts Apostle, it was called Philip the Evangelist who has four daughters who are virgins that prophesies. It's in the Bible. Philip the Evangelist, four daughters, virgins, that give prophecy. Is it by accident? No. Programmed. Structured. Every life, every family can produce similar results. But the way to do it is by storing up content. Content. So this morning, God is saying, are you willing? Are you willing to do something different? Let's rise to pray. In the first service, I'll just say before we pray, I was praying for this service, God said something that the instruction you obey will literally save your life. I don't know if you're in this service or first service, like I said in the first service experience. This season, I leave this season, please don't be hasty in decision making. And whatever God says to do, even if it doesn't make sense to you, please obey. God said it will literally save your life. And I'm hearing now that somebody here that the enemy plans to wipe you out financially. The enemy's plan is to wipe you financially out before the end of this year. But if you will obey the spirit of the Lord, you will be saved. Then you will be saved of that pain and agony. You will be saved. And I also know that somebody here, literally is death. That if you will listen to the spirit of God, it will deliver you from the jaws of death. But you must listen to the spirit of grace. And let me say, the, the way to increase your spiritual sensitivity is to pray in the spirit. I want to encourage you, pray in the spirit. It will sharpen your reflexes and your sensitivity to the spirit of grace. Because you are floating at the same level when you pray in the spirit. Why don't you talk to God and say, God, help me. So that I will not miss my season in you.
Lord, help me. Maybe I'm up full, but Lord, I want to increase my capacity. Maybe I'm empty. Lord, I want to increase my capacity. Lord, wherever I am, you know. Lord, wherever I am, you know. Father, I cry to you today. Every lukewarmness, everything, every laziness that made me to push aside things I need to do, to structure, to ensure my life is sharp, is full of power and content like Stephen's life. Lord, Pray today. Say, Father, Reketaye Brokotaya, Shembrage Labrugelo, Zuzustaga Reketanda, Zanreketenda Laba, Shepragalaba, Lundele Keten Relekete, Lundele Gralaba, Zotaro Briketena Loriaba, Zenda Liketela, Riketelemande, Umandre Mangelabade, Jabragalenda Laba, Zotala Rukatala, Father, in the name of Jesus, Rakatande, Rakadendo, Nalonde. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are saying today every seed of grace that has been deposited in my life, Lord, today I find it to flame. Begin to pray now. That Lord, I find to flame. They are no longer dormant. Lord, they are receiving strength. They are now becoming kinetic energy working for me. They have wings. They have power. They are producing for me. Begin to praise the Lord. Mahaga. Timothy. Stay up. Stay up. Greet of prophecy. Lord, give up insight in the name of Jesus. That is dormant, Lord. I stand up today. Rakatalande le mange. Oh, marakadande. Healing gifts. Oh, marikitelende le ba. Lord, new songs. Lord, tekale mande le ba. That we need to bring to the earth. Oh, mazaka raketele. Zari, we'll draw it down now. we draw it down now. We'll receive strength. We'll receive capacity. Nareketele monde la bande. Oh, mariketele ando. Janonde katale ba. Reketele ando la ba. Reketele ba. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow from within you. No bragata lingala, zondala greleka, are catalende, jariketenda la manga, oh mamara bababa, rocobange, ragalande, zudarienda la manga, igele galaba, no dosutagange le manga. Lord, the capacity is increased today. Oh, my reketendal. Zapragalenda lada. Zekalenga la baga. Arakatalenda la mandoshida. I believe the grace that has been deposited in this house is to stand tall. I believe it. You are going to ask the Lord, whatever I need to engage in that series that was taught by Basfemi. Lord, I receive grace to engage it. It will not be a word that will come across my head. But Lord, it will be a word that will build capacity on the inside of me. That will produce tangible results. Begin to pray. That Lord, every word that has been released from that stand series... Lord, I engage with it. 
Lord, it will not be a word I have, I have listened to, but I have tangible evidence. Lord, I have tangible evidence. Oh, Mary, a talking, a talking that will share as testimony. Lord, 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 Lord Jesus, Lord, a tangible talking. Lord, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. Lord, we are standing tall. Lord, we are standing up. He's not going to elude us, Lord. He's not going to elude us, Lord. Zotara Bragayendalaba. Engramandolobo. Barro Catala and Delicata. Lord, we thank you. I want us to pray corporately. Say, Father, the new song that's coming from heaven over us as a church, we receive it. I sense that the new song coming. I don't know details, but I know your set man will know it. Say, Lord, I, I, I will receive access to those new songs that's coming about our church. Lord, we receive it now. We receive it. We connect with it. I, I hear a new song. Details I don't know, but I know. Say, Lord, we connect with it, Lord. We receive it with a heart. Lord, we receive the new song that you are singing about your church. We receive the new song that singing about your church. Lord, we connect with it. 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 Oh, Mazusotara Bagande, Serra Catalenda Lamande, Susotaro Bracatala. Lord, we connect with this. Lord, we connect with it, Lord. And the church, we connect with it, Lord. Lord, it's not going to fly by us. Lord, we receive it. Lord, we receive it. In Jesus' mighty name. The last call. All eyes closed. If you're here, you want to give your life to Christ, just slip your hands and say, Father, I'm, I'm surrendering my life to you. My first time I've given my life to Christ, I'm here, I've not given my heart to Christ. And I know I need to do it before I leave church today. Just put up your hand and somebody will put a card in your hand. Say, today I'm turning over my life to Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. If that is you, just put up your hand and somebody will give you a card and then that will be it. And full instruction will be given to you. I want to give my life to Christ. I want to turn over my life to Christ entirely from today. Just put up your hands and it can't be delivered to your hands and that will be it. Father, will be given to you if that is you. We want you to connect in this season with God in a meaningful way. Father, we thank you. Lord, we love you. Oh, Father, we say thank you. Oh, we can never and ever thank you enough. We bless your name, Lord. We give you praise, we give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Praise.